I am uh, Pastor Nelson Nisley from Tower View Baptist Church, Kansas City, Missouri. I'm an associate pastor there. And this is a third in a series of videos that we're starting to create. It's just a daily way to um, encourage you, to uplift you, maybe even to challenge you as a Christian walking in a Christian life. And if you're a person who are seeking God, this will be a way to challenge you to how to look for God, how to search for God. And so if you, if you want to know more about us, you can check us out on our website at uh, www.towerviewkc.com. You can check us out on our Facebook page, which you're, you may be watching right now with. I'm at Tower View Baptist Church. We're in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, and the north, in the Northland, as we call it, in Kansas City, near the, uh, the uh, neighborhoods of Maple Park and Gracemore and Clay Como by Worlds of Fun. And... We just come to you now, and just and um, if you want to call the church, and another way to do, contact us is by calling 816-368-1330. And so this is a difficult time right now. We know um, we're all going through stress. We're going through worry, and we, everybody does that in life. But the, the strange thing about th this time is, is that everybody is going through it at the same time. Maybe not exactly in the same way. Our lives are changing. Um, at the very least, your personal hygiene has changed. How often you wash your hands and use hand sanitizer and, and things. Um, your work situation may have changed. You may be working from home. Your your work hours may have changed. The way you're working may have changed. You may not be working now. You may have been laid off because of everything that's happening. Uh, our situation in life is just really weird and really unusual right now. Um, your shopping life has changed. Who knew toilet paper would become such a major issue in our lives? That's just ridiculous. But your entertainment has changed. There's no live sports, no live entertainment. We can't go to the movie theater. Um, we can't go to the stage theater and watch a musical. Um, we can't go out and have a sit-down meal at a restaurant. Things have just turned topsy-turvy right now. So with all these changes, and it's like, it's like, we know we need to go to God. We need to go to God in prayer. And that's what I want to talk about is prayer tonight. Just how do we go to God in prayer? Should we only pray about our earthly concerns? Is that Can we pray for that? Is that a valid thing to pray for? Is that selfish and self-serving? Should we always pray spiritually and make everything, couch everything in spiritual terms? Well, the answer to both of those questions is yes. Yes, we need to do both of those. And how do I know the answer is yes? Because of Scripture. If you have your Bibles, you can look in Matthew chapter 6, starting in verse 9. If you don't, you can look it up later. But Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, is the beginning of what we call the model prayer, the Lord's Prayer. Um, it's in a section of Scripture that we call Sermon on the Mount. Matthew chapters 5 through 7 is Jesus giving us, um, revealing to us the way God works and the way God wants us to work in life. And a piece of that in chapter 6 is about prayer. And so you may have know the Lord's Prayer. Most of us, especially older people, we haven't done it as, in some churches as much in, with the younger people, is you know it, and you know it in the King James. And so I'm, I'm going to say it here, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forget, forgive our debtors. 
And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the power and the glory forever. Amen. You know, you may have grown up in a church where you said that every Sunday. Uh, maybe you've only said that prayer during hard times, and you only said it because you didn't know anything else to pray. And in those times, in those situations, that's that's okay. But this prayer, there's nothing magical about this prayer. If you say this prayer, great things won't necessarily happen. But this prayer is, is what we've, as many have called it recently, is a model prayer. It's a way that we can pray to God. And so I just want to quickly go through this and show us how we can use this as a model in our prayer life. And it begins with, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We can approach God humbly. Because hallowed, that means holy. That God's name is holy. He is just. But we can approach him boldly. Just because he is holy and just, he is perfect. Yet we are not. But yet we can still approach the throne of God. Here Jesus is teaching, we go to God. God has big shoulders. He can, he is willing and ready and, and, and uh, able to listen to our prayers, each and every one of us. It's not just the prayer of, prayer of pastors and priests that God listens to. He listens to each and every one of us, no matter how humble the circumstances you are in this world. He listens to the prayers of pastors and priests, sure. But he listens to the prayers of the lowly, those who have lost their job. So much in this life happens, and our growth happens when we struggle, when we have challenges in our life. That's how we grow. That's how we learn more about God. That's how we learn more about ourselves when we go through the challenges in life. And quite frankly, sometimes the things that we want and ask for are harmful to us. It would cause us more harm and grief if we got them and if God just says, no, no, that's not for you. I mean, think about a little child. I mean, all he wants is candy. But you know, as a parent, as a grandparent, if all you ever give them is candy, they're not going to grow healthy. You're going to give them lots of cavities. They're going to be very unhealthy and malnourished, even though that's what the child wants. And so you, you in love, say no. It's the same with us and God. We have to sometimes say no. God has to say no, not us. God does. So we need to pray that God's will be done and recognize that his will is over our will. Thirdly, it says, give us this day our daily bread. We in America, we read that and it's like, what? I don't understand. But we live in a world, most of us in America live in a world where we have shelves of canned food in our pantry. We open our freezer and it's full of food. We open a refrigerator, it's full of food. 
And yet somebody will still walk into the house, open the refrigerator and go, there's nothing to eat here. Even though there's tons of food everywhere. Or we go, well, I kind of like that, but that takes too long to cook. I don't want to work that hard. You know, this prayer is a prayer when people have nothing to eat. When you open the pantry, there's nothing but dust in there. When you are in a place in the world where you are homeless and you're thinking, which trash can is the best trash can to eat? And you don't know where you're going to get food for the day. This is a prayer for your personal needs. And so, yes, God wants us to bring our personal needs to him, whether it's health needs, uh, housing needs, food needs, bring it to God. He cares what happens to us on all areas of our life. Fourthly, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. God, you come to God confessing your sins, all your sins, sins in general and sins specifically. God, forgive me for I'm a poor sinner. God, forgive me for my attitude that I had with my wife today, or my husband today, or my coworker, my boss, whomever it was. You pray. God, forgive me for the things I've been doing. Whatever it is. You confess your sins to God. That's part of your prayer. But at the same time, because God has forgiven you, you pray that you can forgive others the same way God has forgiven you. That Forgive our debtors. So those who have hurt you, those who have done things against you, they have lied against you, they have stolen from you, they have hurt you emotionally, ask God to help you forgive them. If it was easy, you'd have done it already. It's those hard cases. And you, so you ask God to give you the strength to forgive and to forgive again and again in the same way God has forgiven you. Fifthly, it says, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For some say the evil one. Pray that God will give you the strength to avoid sin. Yes, we need to confess our sin, but we also need to avoid sin. So pray that God will give you a way to avoid sin. It could be that habitual sin that you have been doing for years and years that you need to stop doing. Pray that God will change your heart, change your desires, that you won't desire that sin anymore and you want to do something different instead. But in the same way, pray that you won't fall victim to the evil in this world, to the thieves and the liars and the people with evil motives that want to hurt you, that you won't fall victim to their snares, that God will protect you from that. And so pray and so don't just say this line and say it and wrote. Put your life into it. The things that are happening in your life. Yes, your prayer will be much longer than these few lines that, that's here in Scripture. In Matthew's uh, 6 through 6, uh, nine, starting in verse 9, 9 through 13. And finally, the last line, it says, For thine is the power and the glory forever. Like the first line, you go back to praising God for his eternal qualities, his holiness, his justness his salvation. So we can pray boldly and humbly before God. We can pray specifically for the things that are happening in our lives, the spiritual things, the sins that we have, the evil that we face, for the practical needs of our lives, the food and shelter and jobs and income, 
each and everything is up to God. God has big shoulders. He can handle our emotions. He can handle the troubles that we have. We need not be ashamed of anything that's happening in our life as long as we take it to God the Father. And if you've never prayed that prayer, if you've never prayed to God before, why not today? God is there to forgive. Jesus Christ is the one who gave us this prayer. These are his words. And he is the one, through his sacrifice, through his death, through his resurrection, has given us the means of salvation. He has redeemed us from the penalty of our sins. And so you can pray this prayer. You can pray to God for the first time that he will to confess your sins and to repent of the sins that you've been doing, which means to, to turn away from say, I God, I don't want to do these anymore. They're ruining my life. I want to follow you. I am not doing life right. I need your help. I want your will to be done in my life, not my will, because my will is failing. And so I pray these things today, that you can turn to God. You can turn to God in prayer and hold nothing back. You are the Because he is the mighty God. And so, once again, I'm Pastor Nelson from Tower View Baptist Church. And these are just words of encouragement, but words of challenge, too, for you. Check us out at our Facebook page at Tower View Baptist Church. On, and check our website at towerviewkc.com. Give us a call. Even if nobody answers and we leave a message, somebody will get back to you. 816-368-1330. And tell us how we can pray for you, how we can help you spiritually, what needs that you have. And let me close in a prayer, and then we'll sign off for tonight. God, I thank you for these words that you give us in Matthew. I thank you that you are the mighty God and that you allow us to come to you each and every one of us, to come to you humbly yet boldly in prayer. Help us to do that. Help us to pray to you again and again if we are Christians and we are saved and we are continually, help us to continually be before your throne, to pray without ceasing. And if there's one out there who has never prayed to you, Lord, I pray that you will give them the strength and courage to pray for the first time, to turn to you for the very first time. You are the mighty God, and we just pray this. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Well, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, whether you're watching live or if you're um, watching this. And uh, I, I pray, just continue to watch. We'll do these videos every day. It may, they may not be at the same time every day, but uh, check out our Facebook page. Check out our website for the next video that comes out. Um, we're going to have videos out tomorrow with the sermon from Pastor Darren. There'll be a music video that you can uh, sing to. I'm going to be doing a Sunday school lesson at 9 o'clock um, Central Time. So uh, I, I pray that we, we can, uh, even though we're not together physically, that we can be together spiritually in the presence of God through the miracle of technology. Thank you. Have a good evening, and God bless. Good night.